Hey, Dr. Travis, you mind grabbing my extra Bunsen burner? These chemicals need to be a whole lot bubblier. Sure, Dr. Will. Where was it again? Oh, I, uh, hmm. Let's see. I think they were by the giant spider tank. You mind taking a look? Yeah, no problem, Dr. Will. Thank you. That's right. Step into my web. You say something, Dr. Will? No. <laughs> uh, no. I was talking to... The chemicals. You're such a great chemist. You have no idea. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What about over here? Nope. Guess not. I'm not seeing it yet! Oh yeah? Well, how about you check inside the spider tank? Inside the spider tank? Yes! Okay. <coughs> <coughs> You see anything in there, Dr. Travis? Uh, just a ton of spiders. One hundred and one, to be exact. Every last one of them, a tarantula. They're all so eager to meet you, Dr. Travis. Practically salivating at the thought of you joining their family. What? Strike, my pets! Uh, Strike! <laughs> and I'd just like to say again how very sorry I am about ambushing you with the tarantula attack. Uh-huh. You get it, though, right? Why I did it? I just wanted you to have the same experience as Marvel Comics' Spider-Woman. Dedicated to fighting evil while weaving her web of justice, it's Spider-Woman. Bitten by a spider, given an experimental anti-venom that gives you spider powers, become a superhero. I thought maybe you could even go on to run a magazine like Spider-Woman does in her civilian identity, Jessica Drew, head of Justice Magazine. Hell, you could even have your own jerky photographer like her pal Jeff and a precocious child friend like her nephew Billy. I still don't understand what went wrong. You had 101 tarantulas bite me at once. But my anti-venom. Your anti-venom was coffee. Drano and ground spider legs. Exactly! It doesn't make sense! I should have died. Well, buddy, I got news for you, and the headline is... You're still alive! Doc says the damage to your heart and other organs is extensive, and the tests are still out on how much brain damage there was, but I'm confident you'll be back in tune casting shape in a new time. And you'll need to be, because this hospital trip has sent us back enough that we're about to have to do the show live in five, four, three. Travis throws to the theme. Today? Uh-huh. On the Pays Blast. Yeah. Balloon Cast Show. We're gonna talk about... About... Spider-Woman. Good job, buddy. Alright, boys and girls, get ready for an action-packed hour with your friends Will and Travis. It's the Dance Cast
the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. Bet you didn't see this one coming, motherfuckers. I did. Star. Yeah, I surprised Travis with this. <laughs> Pro stars to Spider Woman. Who would have guessed it? Because it's March Madness here. We're so mad. Uh, so mad. Frothy. So it's so frothy with madness. <laughs> I'm insane. I've gone. I lost my shit. Mm-hmm. And I need help finding it, but I'm not going to find it for the rest of the month because it's March Madness. Yeah. And we're in the meat of this sandwich. You wake up in the morning, just, just hit a windshield yeah. with a bat. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Everyone knows this is my time of the year. I get a month to lose my shit. They're cool with it. All month long. My neighbors have been warned. Everyone knows about this. The police, the local PD, they have a, a cell waiting for me if I get too out of hand. Marsh Madness. Mm. Ah! <laughs> Had everyone. Hi'd. So last week we're talking sports with the pro stars, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we take a a left turn, hard left turn with, with a right blinker. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I, I'm throwing that tail again <laughs> into Spider Woman, Marvel Comics Spider Woman, who we covered last year during March Marvel Madness when it was that. Yep. And such a great episode of cartoonage. That bits are all great. Well, if if this is the pattern, then yeah, they all are. Yeah. That one, of course, had Dracula and the Wolfman and Frankenstein's monster teaming you know, up. Those guys. Those, those, <laughs> those guys that guys. just hang out. That's a big old team up for them. And it seems like between that and this episode, which features mummies as mm-hmm. the villains, all the universal monsters are trying to get together and take out Spider-Woman. She has it in for them. <laughs> Boris Karloff, watch out. She's out for blood. <laughs> big time. Man, what a weird, weird cartoon show. It is, but it, it's funny. I love that crap. Man. Oh it's no, it's great! Goodness. It's also set in maybe my favorite place on the earth. Where's that? Egypt. If it's Egypt, I'm interested. <laughs> if it's Egypt, you're home. If it's Egypt, I'm in. I love it. I love Egypt. If your mummy's alive, you know. But at least, if, if, but that's already that's what won that cartoon. Yeah. Any of my that's heart what got you there. was that it's like yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like hey, Mumra's got everything going for him plus. Egypt. He's like one of these quadruple threats. Now, I will say that Egypt, which they go to on this episode. They go there. No one should go there (laughs) Uh, for a while, I think. Like, it's just one of these places that if you feel the need to buy a strap to hold your wallet so close to your body that no one can steal it, (laughs) and you have to buy that before you go to the country... Maybe don't go for a the, while. The device has just like two sharp blades. Goes, yeah. It it's going to chop off you. an arm. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> You're like, this is a wallet? You're like, yeah. If yeah. You, you want to leave with your wallet. Yeah, for sure. Yes. I mean, if, yeah. if terrorism attacks are regular or frequent <laughs> and expected, just don't go, give it. Treat it like it's radioactive. Leave it alone for a while. We don't. If you already live there, I guess you already live there. But like, we don't need to go as much as I love that place. I love it from afar. Give it two million years. It'll work. It's yeah. It might, it might probably work out. itself out. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love the mystery. I love the, and they, they play into all that. We've got ancient aliens. We got magic kind well, not really. I guess it's more ancient aliens. We got a, a spider woman. We got it all. Yeah. Right, right here. Dude, greatness. On the days past, tune cast. <laughs> Balloon cast. Balloon cast. <laughs> so that we can talk about the insanity within, the March insanity. Yeah. That, that within, little bubble of madness. W- yes. Within, this is its own kind of bubble that we're about to pop. About to pop. <laughs> We're going to pop this bubble of insanity called Spider-Woman, and the way we get in, the needle, is the plot. Spider-Woman, Season 1, Episode 1, 
originally broadcast all the way back on September 22nd, 1979, entitled Pyramids of Terror. Jessica Drew and Jeff's photo session at the museum erupts into mayhem when a mummy on display comes to life and attacks him. Jessica saves the day as Spider-Woman, but the phenomenon is spreading. Mummies all over the world are heading to Egypt. Jessica, her nephew Billy, and Jeff follow the lead, spurred on by Spider-Sense vision of Spider-Man trapped in a pyramid. Turns out that all the pyramids in Egypt are spaceships, and the mummies are members of an alien race sent as advance agents for an invasion, one that's finally underway. Spider-Woman frees Spider-Man, who was investigating the disturbance, and they battle the aliens' attempts to turn humanity into a race of mummies. Once they discover the source of the mummy's power, the shape of the pyramids, the Spider-Duo's webwork puts an end to the invasion. Spider-Woman is a superhero. Yeah. And those are very popular right now. A little bit. Yeah. Um, Captain Marvel, the movie that's <laughs> yeah. out this month, actually. Mm-hmm. Spider-Woman is best friends with that character in the comics as of the 2000s. They're so besties. She's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big besties. <laughs> a big old besties. You know, <laughs> you got friend zoned? I, out of that couple? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. Impulsive. <laughs> I got friend zoned out of a friendship of two women. <laughs> Yes, well, I did. Frankly, they're not inviting me or returning my calls, so you you got me. She is a superhero who is brazenly open with her secret identity. She risks it at every juncture possible. Yeah, a little more so than every other. Superman goes to, well, you know, historically goes to a telephone booth. Batman goes wherever the hell he needs to. Spider-Man usually like jumps onto a ceiling or a a rooftop somewhere or something. But Spider-Woman multiple times in this just either like goes to the next room, which doesn't even have a door. At one point, she throws herself from a helicopter with her friends in it and acts like she just fell out of it, which is, it's not going to work. I'm not buying it. And then changes into Spider-Woman on the way down. They're watching you the whole way down. They must have seen this. She's just a blatant liar. Yeah. When it's also, even if she wasn't doing it so blatantly, yeah. she'll disappear as Jessica Drew, who is a striking dark hair. Like she's got long black hair in to stilettos. the middle of her back in stilettos. <laughs> then a another white woman with long black hair appears moments later after she like, you must know this is the same person. There are only two. Supposedly there are two white women with hair like that in Egypt during this cartoon is the, the conceit that they're putting forth. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Spider woman. I don't buy it. She is a powerful, powerful woman. Yeah. She has more, more powers than Spider-Man does. Cause she's got the strength. Mm-hmm. She can fly. Or glide. I don't. I don't know what's happening. The way she flies, she kind of looks like she's rocking back and forth like a ship. So she's having too much fun. She's having a little too much fun because she not only has the strength, she not only has the spider sense, which shows her things from very far away. She also has spider telepathy in this, where she communicates with spiders, mm-hmm. which is like putting a very special name to something that's just kind of like I'm Doctor Doolittle. I just talk to the spiders or whatever. But she talks to spiders, and she also has super hearing, or I'm sorry, spider hearing. Wait a minute. My high-frequency spider hearing is picking up something. Of course. Sand spiders. My only chance is to command them with my spider telepathy to chew through the limestone wall. You know, I didn't bother to look up how spiders hearing is. 
they always see me coming. So I, I don't know. And I'm pretty stealthy. <laughs> You're like, I'm moving, I'm moving that newspaper. I'm, I'm moving quietly. Oh, slow. Yeah. <laughs> quietly as possible. Superman, a long, long time ago in the comics, like in the 50s and stuff, when they were kind of running out of ideas and they were mm-hmm. just trying to do anything that would work, they started introducing all these ridiculous powers for him, like super ventriloquism and shit like this. This is real. This is real <laughs> shit. But they're on episode one of Spider-Woman, the cartoon uh-huh. show, and they're already relying on completely falsified <laughs> powers. It's ridiculous <laughs> that she doesn't even need, like these are situations where she could just use super strength and she's like, oh, I got to rely on my spider friends for this one. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Am I blatant lying? Yeah, absolutely. She is a big fat liar. Ventriloquism? Is that is that a real thing? Sp- super ventriloquism. Look it up, everybody. Wow, yeah, super ventriloquism. Zers. That's a super skill. That's not a superpower. <laughs> it's a talent. <laughs> I had a buddy in third grade that could do that too. Yeah, right? yeah, he was real super at it. <laughs> Jessica's spider sense uh, is similar to Spider-Man's. It's a thing that lets her know when there's danger. Yeah. But it's it's so powerful that she is sensing things that are happening literally half the world away. Because she has this vision of Spider-Man at the beginning of this trapped in a pyramid in Egypt while she's in New York. And if that's how it works, would she not just be barraged with problems <laughs> All the time. Like, it's like there's a mugging on 15th. Jeff, shut up. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't hear all the voices in my head. She'd be crazy. She would, yeah, you would think she is. But as it is, it's like, no, she just can't. I mean, maybe. With, <laughs> she freaks out like that every time. Yeah, I love it. Like a lot of characters like Superman or even Daredevil, like they talk about how they learn to block out those things. But there's a lot of problems. Like, what's she blocking out? Maybe some of that shit's more important than a person being trapped in a pyramid. <laughs> Hemispheres away, you know. So I can take this pill right here and I just calm down. <laughs> I just take this pill that the doctor didn't give me. <laughs> Maybe it was her her scientist father that gave it to her. Yeah. That guy who acci- she got bit by a spider on accident at like, his lab. He's like, oh, I guess I better use this untested spider serum. I've got only it's a good thing I had that. <laughs> Maybe it's only monster related emergencies. <laughs> Because we've only seen two episodes of this show. I mean, I watched them all you as a kid. Live, yeah, you could live with that. But yeah, yeah, if that's the case, because we see her finding a giant monster in the opening of the show. And then in this, you got mummies. In the other episode, we had all of the, the monster squad lineup. Yeah. So maybe it's just that there's monsters. They let her know. Yeah. <laughs> that her brain's like, look, I know how to, it's like her handler. It's like, I know what she can deal with. She can't deal with like a mugging in Bulgaria, but she can deal with monsters. Murders are out of here. No, 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 no. Not unless a monster committed yeah. it. Got a murder monster. You got a spider woman on your hands. <laughs> murder by monster. Interesting. Murder by human. I, I, see I, I won't do it. <laughs> means of murder. Monster. <laughs> Spider-Man is in this episode. Spider-Man, the one of the biggest Marvel icons and comic book icons yeah. in the whole dang world. Yep. He's got uh, a new movie coming out or is it already out? I don't know. Who knows? Anymore? I don't even know. How, I, many, how many multiverses does he have? He's got plenty. Well, he does have a movie that's all about the multiverses. Actually, the animated movie, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, everyone <laughs> knows who Spider-Man is. In this, he seems out of character. He seems like he's played by an older man, uh-huh. I would say. Someone, not took like, his, someone took his costume. Yeah. Well, my little friend, you know you're not allowed to fly without a pilot's license? I'd better check out this pyramid before any other strange things happen. I'll be a wall-crawling web. You're the one who's been blowing sand in everybody's faces. A spider web will keep even a mummy under wraps. Even if if Spider-Man is supposed to be in his 30s, uh-huh. he should sound younger than this. Like, I don't care. He should have a youthful voice. Hello, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> I am Spider-Man. Nice to meet you, kiddo. I'm a web crawler. <laughs> a webhead, if you I'm will. I'm a webhead, if you wanna. <laughs> Where's the shindig at? And he is in Egypt for no reason ever given. 
ever. I, I, I held off writing the note because I was like, oh, well, you know, it's just a thing. I'm sure they'll they'll mention later some dumb thing like I heard that this happened. The mummies, blah, blah, blah. No. At the beginning of the episode, we it might as well be a Spider-Man cartoon. He's saving people from the winds that are coming off of this pyramid <laughs> that's coming out of the ground. And people know who he is. He's Spider-Man. Everybody loves him. This is not the character. Spider-Man <laughs> is like loved by the downtrodden, but he is also thought of as a menace by many. Mm-hmm. And he is a guy who cannot make ends meet. This is a guy who works as a photographer freelance for years in New York City, and he can barely afford his apartment. What is he doing in Egypt just hanging out? <laughs> and if he's not just hanging out, how, how did he know to go? I mean, it's just like a, he was just implanted. Too much. <laughs> he was just drawn into this. Like they, they already had the cartoon. They said, you know what? A lot of people don't know who Spider-Man they is. Like put a, a Spider-Man in there. I think the Spider-Man will kick things up a notch. <laughs> he's so broke, but he's so cool. They won't ask. He does seem more appreciated in Egypt than here in America. <laughs> like, all everybody's like, ah, that's Spider-Man. Thank you so much. So maybe that's why he went. He's like, you know what? I got a lot of fans in yeah. Egypt. <laughs> just, like, just like musicians. <laughs> yeah, it's over, like all the bands. All these bands are popular everywhere but America. America sucks. <laughs> Not only is Spider-Woman a powerful woman, she is an empowered woman uh. because she runs a magazine yep. called Justice Magazine. I do not know what the magazine's about. It is the kind of magazine where the person in charge of it will take pictures in front of a mummy on display at a museum, and then that's the cover of the magazine. <laughs> Is it Egypt lovers fancy Egypt fancy or something? This is this is just like I mean this is I guess this is kind of what Oprah did for yeah. for years with O magazine, but she this is just Justice magazine. And when we catch up with Jessica, her photographer Jeff is taking pictures of her in front of a museum exhibit, and she says that'll make the cover. <laughs> Howdy guys! Yeah, seriously. But no, she has the most well appointed office. 70s office, yeah. the oh. kind of office you can only get in the 70s. Yeah. Like, a, like there's a mosaic <laughs> painting on the wall uh. and this wide ass window looking out in New York, a big old sofa, like a tube television or something. It's 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 don't touch that. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all just for looks. Yeah, you this don't is sit all. in that chair. No, 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 no. <laughs> she doesn't. No. And she has direct access to not only a private helicopter from Justice Magazine. And unlimited fuel, apparently. Yeah, and that thing gets a lot of use. Charge it. They go everywhere. They go for, they're go. they in Egypt, and they're like, ah, you know what? We got to get swing by London real quick. <laughs> no one's concerned with... No no concern. There's gonna It's going to be in the papers. Like, Justice Magazine <laughs> helicopter goes down in Egypt or over the Pacific, and then Spider-Woman, not seen in New York recently. Yeah. She has direct access not only to a private helicopter, but to, I guess, a military official? I don't know who this guy is. Chief, yeah, I don't know either. Chief somebody. He's just a, he's just an old man who's unhappy. But <laughs> who recently had a stroke. Yeah, God yeah. The way family. he talks. Oh yeah. god. And Jessica seems to be taking advantage of that because she's pumping him for information. Uh. And she she is the journalist, and she asks him, "What's the scoop on these mummies?" Gotta go. Hangs yeah. up on him, <laughs> and he says, "Hey, Cooper. Hi, Chief. What's the latest scoop on those wild mummies? Mummies? What mummies? I haven't heard about any mummies. If this is another one of your exaggerated news items, hold it, Chief. This APB just came over the wire. Mummies have been spotted in cities all over the world, and that's not all. I've just received a report that Spider-Man has been." And captured by a mummy in Egypt. Sounds like my old friend could use some help. Well, thanks for the info, Chief. Now, sit here, Miss Drew. This is police information. Whoops. <laughs> Must have been cut off. The reaction would be, 
what are you talking about? Why are you contacting me about mummies? Is this a joke? But he's just like, oh, and then some guy hands him a piece of paper saying, yeah, by the way, mummies are on the move. There's a lot of mummies out there and they're going somewhere. And that's, yeah, she just drops them. An inch, an inch, uh, an hour. Yeah. Oh God. These mummies are so, mummies are so non-threatening. Jeff, her photographer. Best guy ever. He's, he is worse than ever in this episode. I guess they're just, they're, they're just setting him up to be a jerk. This being the premiere. He actually says to her. Do what I say, Jessica, when they're threatened by this mummy at the beginning. Right. And then all he does once she leaves the room is back up, back up, still backing up. I guess he's planning his attack. Uh I don't know. Back up, back up until he falls out a window. Yeah. This asshole (laughs) is yelling at her to get out of the room. He's going to take care of it. And he can't do shit. You better get out of here, Jessica. I'll handle that monster. But Jeff. Do what I say, Jessica. Okay. You're the boss. I I told you this work was too dangerous for a woman. You could have been killed. Don't be ridiculous. I'm as brave as any man. And his misogyny buys her time to become Spider-Woman to save him. Because yeah. once he's falling out the window, distra- <laughs> he, he is a deterrent for the mummy. So she can just walk into the next room and casually spin around and turn into Spider-Woman. I wonder if later on, if, if Jeff, Jeff finds out, if Jeff ever makes a connection. I mean, this thing ran 16 episodes. <laughs> I'm thinking they're never going to break the seal on that. Like, there's no point, I would think. Probably Billy, her nephew, suspects. Yeah. But he, he respects... Her superhero-dom. Billy and his, his IT calculator. Man, <laughs> dude, we got to talk about that. He, he just spells boobs. On it. <laughs> that would have been more accurate. So this kid, Billy, they're talking about this problem. They, they now know at this point in the story that the mummy that they encountered at the museum, it's not a one-off thing. Mummies all over the world are waking up, <laughs> yeah, having a mummy it. party, having a mummy mash. <laughs> and they're all headed. Well, they don't know where they're headed exactly. So Billy... Who's just a child. He's 12 years old. He's uh-huh. in the room only because she is his legal guardian, as far as I can tell. Yeah. That's why he's here. He pulls out a calculator and, and gives us some reason how he's going to, an equation he's going to use to figure out where all of the mummies in the world <laughs> are walking to. All I have to do is multiply their previous locations times the angle of their estimated courses. And there you have it. They're headed for the pyramids in Egypt. Come on. How'd you really figure that out? Where else would a mummy go? And this is some real questionable math, I would say. <laughs> it's dicey at best. He, you watch him type it out like on a TI calculator, and it's just coming up with random numbers. At one point, it's negative. And it's just typing this, and he's like, okay, they're all headed to Egypt. Well, where do you think they're going? They're mummies. Like, any mummy that's not in Egypt is trying to get back to Egypt. They want them in Egypt. That's what Egypt wants, and that's what the mummies want. Where would they go? If they're not going directly to Egypt, it's to get to, like, a plane or a boat to return to Egypt. Their magnet is they, Egypt. Exactly, they're homing pigeons, <laughs> but for Egypt. Egypt is cool. the place to be. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, don't go, but it is the place to yeah. be as far as I'm concerned. If you're already there, again, great, awesome. Let's talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what you have to say. <laughs> Their representation of Egyptians in 1979 may have been accurate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I barely know what Egypt looks like now. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say that when a pyramid erupts from the sand, like yep. grows out of the sand, like a monolith, just like the gods have opened up the sands and here it comes. You're going to want to jet. Well, yeah. You're going to want to run, which uh-huh. some of them do. And most of them go to immediately worshiping. <laughs> the pyramid from d- they, they, it's like Wayne's world. They just fall down on their knees and they're just going, ah, ah. these are pe- like Egypt 
is mostly Muslim. Uh-huh. There's Christians. There's, I think, some some Jewish faith there. Some it, Egyptians. Egyptians are not a, a faith. <laughs> show me with you, man. <laughs> yeah, there are occasionally Egyptians <laughs> amongst them. Well, is, this is the thing. This cartoon seems to presuppose, I guess, that Egypt is still worshiping the ancient Egyptian gods, like Isis and Osiris and all these things. Or the other idea is that when they see the pyramid rise, they say, oh, shit, we got it wrong. Yeah. Quick. Okay. Ah, worship, worship, worship. <laughs> like we, oh shit, we, we, we chose the wrong horse. Throwing things away. Yeah. While yeah. They, while take, yeah take off the cross around their neck real fast and throw it. <laughs> Before this thing zaps me. This cartoon, if it's, if it's accurate, mm-hmm. if it's true, it's, it has to be calls into question so much of what we know about Egypt, mummies, history, Everything. They treat it, they end up going to a place in Geneva. The Institute of Egyptology in Geneva may be able to help. You are incredibly lucky, Spider-Man. These strange wrappings are indestructible. If they had covered you completely, you would have been mummified forever. The Institute for Egyptology, that somehow Spider-Woman just knows off the <laughs> off the top of her head, Dude, that's a place. Now. Yeah, I mean, that's like the nearest one to get to. <laughs> When they go there, the way that these guys talk about pyramids is like new age bullshit. They're saying, well, you know, some people say that the power of the pyramids, which are very mysterious, which they are somewhat. But I mean, we figured them out. People built them mostly. That's probably what it was. Blood, sweat and tears will. Yeah. That the angles of the pyramids give power to the mummification process. They're talking about all of this like nobody's studied. This shit was getting studied back in the 30s. Like this is not a, a working theory anymore. And not even in 79. The theory here is that mummies are actually aliens sent to Earth by a mummy race. That's their natural form uh-huh. is to be wrapped up. Yeah. And I don't know if that's their skin or their clothes. Don't know. We're to believe that not only are they aliens sent here and that all of the pyramids are spaceships, but that anytime we've recovered one of these mummies and unwrapped them, mm-hmm. it being human DNA and a dead human inside, that that was somehow incorrect every time. Also, that everything that we've learned about mummification, all the documentation there is about how they got to that point and it's right. being a science, it's false, I guess. The aliens came up with this conspiracy to cover it up and make it look like humans came up with this, but actually, it's just how aliens look. They did a damn fine job. I, with it. I, man, they had me fooled for <laughs> sure because I could have sworn that shit was real. I read, well, I read one book, one, one, one Egyptian that little novel book. It had 12 pages. I mean, it wasn't a novel, okay? It was just, it was what it had, had a lot of pictures. I mean, even if it was a novel, I would question the, the veracity because that's usually going to mean fiction. <laughs> this is a pyramid. I didn't have to say anything to get the truth out of you. That's the kind of tactics I use. I just sit in silence until you out yourself. I, I read a novel. I read a novel. Okay. I, I saw an episode of Spider Woman. The mummies talk like robots or like, or they growl like Frankenstein. These <laughs> yeah. are their two options. Yeah. And they're, I mean, mummies when they're walking around, couldn't be any slower. They're, they're doing the arms up zombie walk uh-huh. and they're walking very, very, very slowly. <laughs> triceps, you, triceps, you would be triceps, seeing triceps, them. Triceps. Yes. Yeah. Their arms must get varied. Like they're really getting that shoulder workout, just holding their arms out straight <laughs> for hours on end. I guess it's rigor mortis or something yeah. maybe, but I don't really know what threat they pose if they get near you. Are they super strong or what? But you would see them for 
20 minutes approaching you from any vantage point. Like right. they would be walking towards you this whole time. You'll never be blindsided by a mummy. I don't think they're not fast movers. And when they get to you, just turn them in toilet paper. Well, you get your store toilet paper. So they start firing laser. This is a big callback to the other episode we Uh watched where they couldn't have vampires biting people. So they had vampires shooting lasers from their eyes. Yep. I think it was. (laughs) And werewolves shooting lasers from their fingers, turning people into these things. In this case, one, again, mummies are not things you turn into. Two, if mummies are aliens, they're just turning us into them. That's their plan to pacify us. Three. (laughs) If they don't hit you directly in the face, I guess, or just a full blast, which happens to Spider-Man, they only kind of get him. You can be just kind of a mummy. You waste your time, Spider-Man. Oh, no. I'm starting to change into a mummy. (laughs) A little mummy. Some shoes. Yeah, just a little bit. Well, yeah, it looks like, because his arms, his arms grow bandages because he was shot with a laser. (laughs) A couple ace bandages just start showing up on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, mummies in this are basically just piles of Band-Aids that's, <laughs> that just moan and shit. But <laughs> Spider-Man gets hit by this laser while he's trying to save the world. And his arms, just from the forearm down and his legs from the calf down, just grow bandages. And then they go to the Institute of Egyptology over mm-hmm. there in Geneva. You know. Yep. One of five locations. Yes. <laughs> Opening a new branch in Antarctica soon. <laughs> They go to them like, I don't know, because Spider-Man loses his strength. Uh-huh. He starts saying like, oh, I, I can't go on. I'm, t- uh, I'm half a mummy. Yeah. And then so they, she takes him there and all they do is just remove the bandages with some some tongs. Special tongs. Is that not something that someone else could have done? <laughs> Do they have to go to this place? And if that's the problem, all, they're not turning them into mummies. They're just turning you into a person in bandages. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's just so convoluted because are they turning you into them? Are they just wrapping you in bandages? What's happening? Yeah, right. One one wraps you. You're like, oh, you know what? That feels kind of good. Well, yeah, I like I like tight, you know, some tight clothing. Being swaddled like, right oh, now. Oh, this is must have a little bit of spandex in it. You kind of stretch it out a little bit. I like that. Yeah. You're like, watch out for the mouth. Watch out for These the mouth. I can't breathe. breathe. <laughs> they breathe a little bit. Between the last episode where there were just vampires and werewolves and Frankensteins. Out of a shotgun. A go-go, yeah. You were just <laughs> firing them, yeah, they were firing them like at a, the shirt gun at, uh-huh. a, at a race out into the audience. <laughs> and now these mummies, like they turn, I don't know, a decent amount of people in London into mummies. A decent uh, amount. So, and then half a Spider-Man into a mummy. <laughs> it seems like these monsters might be a little lonely. They need more monsters in the world to feel like they can relate to us. They don't want to be the outsiders. <laughs> Not people, but they're... <laughs> no, they're... Well, I mean, I, what they would have us believe from this cartoon is that they are alien people. They want to love. They want to feel love. You know, I wish that they would learn to love people who are not like them <laughs> instead of planting these mummies all over my goddamn planet. <laughs> Just pouring the water on them. They, yeah, exactly. I'm having to... Also, 5,000 years since ancient Egypt times. Uh-huh. They dropped them then. In the meantime, they've just slept until they're ready to take over the world. They could have been doing so much in the meantime. We were nothing back then. We didn't have planes. We didn't have governments even. We didn't have fucking Spider-Men and women. You could have just gotten rid of us then and done all the work and then go to sleep for 5,000 years and wake up when they're ready to take over the planet. They would have been a little faster maybe. This is a bad plan. Yes. (laughs) This is a terrible plan, I'm saying. I'm trying to convince them it's a bad plan. The giant mummy king named Khufu, <laughs> he's bigger than all the other mummies. The other mummies look like, 
you know, it's a normal human size. Yeah. This guy is big enough to cradle Spider-Man like a baby, like he's a swaddling baby. That he liked, probably, maybe, from a distance. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like he treated him like a baby he liked versus a baby he had a problem with. <laughs> you know, you don't swaddle babies that are mouthy. You just don't do it. You let them learn their lesson. Yeah. That's the only way they'll learn it. <laughs> he just does away. He talks, he, he definitely talks like a robot. When he is yelling at people, like at one point, Spider Woman is luring him. He's like, You are insolent. I will teach you. Hey, you bandaged bandit. Try to catch me. Fool. No one can stop me now. I'll make her pay for her insolence. Why? I, I love the idea. I love that voice. And I love the idea that aliens are just, we cannot be creative enough to think of anything but just 50s robot voices for them. Well, if they go, if they go, you go weirder. I mean, you get into abyss territory where, like, you know, they're just like showing visions and sure. <laughs> sure. Well, I, I'd like <laughs> to think that there's it. a middle ground between robot voice <laughs> and then non-human <laughs> just sleep vocalizing. <laughs> yeah, I would say maybe just something like I'll show you. You just give them a villain voice. This guy's sleep. Yeah, exactly. This guy's just <laughs> I am a mommy, and I will show you where mommies are all about. Get them. <laughs> go, my mommies. This is a new voice. <laughs> yeah, it's really just yelling. It's it's the whole voice. So I can't, maybe I'm coming around to it. I don't know. The way that Khufu and his mummy gang. <laughs> just, just straight face. The gang of mummies. It. Yeah. Hey, man, you got to take this shit seriously. I mean, these are mummies. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm real serious. They're standing this. up, dude. Look, mummies are what? Just packaged zombies, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dressed. Better dressed and classier because sometimes they're wearing jewelry and stuff that they were buried with, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. So, and a lot of them were royalty, not all of them. Well, okay. Now I got to step it back because I'm talking about the false history yeah. that the <laughs> ancient aliens, the lizard people, taught to us. Yeah. Tonight history. on Ancient Aliens, how all mummies are aliens. <laughs> You're going to want to stick around for You're this gonna one. You're going to want to stick around for this one. It's definitely true. This time we got it, we got it right. We heard this from, from a grandma in Philly. All the other times were wrong, but <laughs> we got it this time. My dad had a great thing to say about, because like, I've always watched, uh, I liked that show Sightings when I was a kid. Did you ever oh, watch yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was even better than Unsolved Mysteries, because Unsolved Mysteries, <laughs> look, I love it, and you can't beat Robert Stack. I want Robert Stack to have hosted Sightings, because I loved his voice and his delivery, but I wasn't interested in unsolved crimes as a kid. I wanted alien abductions. and <laughs> You're like, those low-key scared me a little bit. <laughs> I, didn't, well, I just didn't care. I didn't take it seriously. I wish they would have scared me. That would have been interesting. But sometimes they would do paranormal shit. So sightings was like that, but just for the paranormal shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always followed that kind of shit. I would check books out about aliens as a kid and uh-huh. read them during the day, feel really good about it. And then at night, could not sleep. I would scare the shit out of myself just laying there knowing I'm going to be abducted. <laughs> Just because I read the book, I guess, because yeah. like I, now I know and now they have to do something to me. I'd lay there in my blanket and do the whole like Jurassic Park bullshit thing of like, if I don't move, maybe they won't know that I'm there. These are aliens. <laughs> they, if they can see through my roof, could they not see me if I move, if I don't move? <laughs> but my dad would always say I would watch things about Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot or whatever. And there's a show what they're hunting Sasquatch, right? That's a more recent thing. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said he would always say stuff like this. And it's so true. This goes for the ancient aliens thing, too. Uh If they actually found Sasquatch, you would know by now. You would know before the television show makes it to air. That would be worldwide news. (laughs) If aliens, if we have new proof of ancient aliens that's like irrefutable, that's just going to revolutionize science and history as we know it, that would come out before 
Discovery Channel puts that shit out three months down the line after it's gone through production and everything. Yeah. So the idea before, that you're going to... Before, before it's applying like 900 people's salary, yes, you're going to learn about this. It's going to make it... Someone's going to leak it or something. <laughs> at very least, And it's just going to go to the news because yeah. the real news will tell you when there's aliens. If this ever comes to pass, the mummies, we're going to know. Because aliens sell. And they love the press. <laughs> they love... <laughs> Publicity. Those movies are publicity horrors. Dude, we all know it. Do you know about how there are people out there that identify as vampires in the world? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Because <laughs> it's something that I, I am vaguely aware of. And uh, so a lot of these people are associated with, I say a lot. Some of them are associated with this live-action role-playing game, uh-huh. uh, Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. Some are probably just uh, heretics that refuse to be a part of that and are doing their own vampire thing. But, <laughs> some, of, some of them got them from their parents a yeah. little bit. <laughs> and I, I'm going to take a guess that, I mean, we know lycanthropy exists. Like, or I'm sorry, uh, what is it, clinical lycanthropy or psychological? Basically where a person believes that they're a werewolf yeah. or something along those lines. They think they're a beast. Okay. I don't know if anyone thinks that they're a Frankenstein, if they identify as a Frankenstein's monster, again, being as that's a singular creature. Is there a community of self-identified mummies out there? Oh, for sure. With the, with the craze now, with Walking Dead and all that, they're, they're oh, definitely- Oh, good point. There definitely is some, some yeah. kids that have done too much K2 or too many drugs, <laughs> and now, now they just identify with what their parents were watching when they were- <laughs> It's like, Bobby, where did all this sand in your room come from? <laughs> Where are all my band-aids? They're missing. Guaranteed. Oh, man. There are at least four kids out there right now. How do you play that out? Because vampires have, like, you know, a sexiness about them. They Mm -hmm. are, or at least we've attached that to them. And even werewolves, there's this kind of, like, I'm fighting it. I'm trying not to be this thing. Yeah. But with mummies, it's like, even if you you don't take this thing that they've handed us, this whole bag of shit that they gave us, which Uh is (laughs) that all mummies are aliens and everything you knew is wrong, they're just dead creatures. (laughs) <laughs> that are mindlessly brought back to life. Yeah. yeah. I guess the same question, like, are there zombies? Yeah, a nuisance. They are like an infestation. Yeah. You're just trying to burn them. Burn <laughs> them alive, I say. Burn these mummies alive. You arrest that person immediately. Yeah, arrest that damn mummy. Yeah. <laughs> and no I would say, you're right, and I arrest anyone who identifies as a mummy. They're a lost cause. If you guys are out there, we're gunning for you. <laughs> if you see somebody who has... Maybe a few too many Band-Aids on. Yeah. They're wearing some very ornate gold jewelry. Uh, they're moaning, groaning. Yeah. <laughs> Any of these things. They're moving slowly. You're not slow walking around my arms, kids. <laughs> yeah. If your arms are raised, you better watch out. You're not welcome in my home. I don't care what you think you are. You're not a mummy. <laughs> you ain't killing my kids. <laughs> now, there's one rule in this house. You ain't killing my kids. You ain't killing my damn kids. You can take my husband, my brother. But you, ain't you can kill, kill me, but you can't kill my kids. That's the rule. The way that they fix the mummy problem uh-huh. is, I mean, it's creative. That's about all I can give them. It's dumb as hell. Yeah, it is. It is dumb as hell. Not only in the idea, but in the way that they carry it out. Right. Because they go back to this idea that pyramids, pyramid power. I actually had a book called Pyramid Power that I got from my uncle. A bunch of paranormal shit that I had. It was great. Uh-huh. Didn't read that one because it seemed silly to me that a shape 
has magical properties or scientific properties, whatever. You're like, plus I was trying to get scared, man. I was trying to get scared and these pyramids just ain't doing it for me, pops. There must be some way to free the people from their mummy bondage. Maybe not, Spider-Woman. There's much we do not understand about the ancient Egyptians, especially their mummies and pyramids. Some people believe that the energy created by the angle of the pyramid may be the secret to the mummy's preservation. Pyramid power, of course. So Spider-Man shoots webs around one pyramid and makes a cube around the pyramid. Uh-huh. The pyramid is still a pyramid. Nothing has changed. That pyramid is still a pyramid with the, with the most dour-looking sphinx on top of it. The lead one has the sphinx, and he's in the eye of the sphinx. We've, we've covered a lot of cartoons where people are piloting large statues, and this is one yeah. of them. And that's, that sphinx could not be more unhappy to be there. Very sad. Very sad. <laughs> Put out for sure. <laughs> Sad Sphinx. But he just makes a cube, somehow makes a cube of solid webbing around an entire pyramid. And that robs one pyramid of its power. Already stupid. Uh-huh. So the entire fleet, which is worldwide, has to escape into space and leave. They figured it out. They found us out that if you make cubes around us, we yeah. no longer operate. <laughs> shape is our thing. Shape is, shapes is all we have. <laughs> That's what defines us as a people. Ridiculous. Needless to <laughs> say. creative. Listen, I'll give it to you. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like, how are we going to solve this problem? I mean, you're the ones that put yourselves in it, guys. So maybe you should figure it out for yourselves and f- do it better the next time. Good Lord. <laughs> no, I love, I love, it's just, it's so wacky. And uh, once again, it's on all cartoons. Zany. Zany. And nobody bats an eye. And it's as, even better. This is a world where superheroes already exist. So really anything that happens is okay. Because superheroes kind of cover all genres. Horror, fantasy, sci-fi, crime, romance, romance mm-hmm. nonfiction. Yep. Uh, Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest is definitely a genre. Uh, poetry, epic yeah. poetry. Woodworking. Performance art. Microphone enhancement. I don't know. I'm out, man. I'm done. <laughs> I completely I turned my fucking brain off. These mommies beat you. You let them get to you. Dude, it's already happening. I feel it. Spider-Woman, I like you more than Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, cha! <laughs> I do. Uh, so the, we've only watched one Spider-Man cartoon, and someday we'll get back to Spider-Man and his amazing Spider-Friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not as excited about that, though. I'm more excited about getting back to Spider-Woman. Yeah. I mean, between Space Mummies and a Monster Mash party gone wild. Monsters gone wild. <laughs> That's pretty much what this show should be called. See this paid advertising? Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, after Saturday Night Live. (laughs) I would love to see her fight a different monster, like a a known monster, like a goblin next time. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's your choice? That's where you want to I would want her to stick with only fighting creatures of horror and fantasy. Okay. I know that's not what's going to happen. So Blue Lagoon, the creature of the Blue Lagoon is? Uh, Black Lagoon. Black Lagoon. (laughs) The creature from the Blue Lagoon just is a crooner. (laughs) You're like, that's the wrong yeah, one, Yeah, he'll Trev. just sing at you. And th- he, he's pretty popular. Yeah. He did pretty good for a while yeah. <laughs> until a terrible meteoric fall. Do people have meteoric falls? I forget. Meteoric, meteoric who cares? Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> so whether it's next March Madness, 
I feel like I'm selling shit at my at my store, like and I'm doing a public yeah. uh, like a public access ad. Like I'm setting everything literally on fire in my store. I'm like, I'm crazy. You don't know what I'll do. I'm coming for your windshield, yeah. your neighbor's windshield. So come on down and buy some stuff from me. <laughs> or else. I'm selling cups in my front right. yard. <laughs> Well, I'm buying what Spider-Woman's selling. Yeah. And I, there's only 16 of them. So I think this is another one that we have to commit. Mm-hmm. Commit, Travis. Yes. To coming back to it and watching all of them. Dude, I, I commit. I thereby commit. Yes. Night me. It's March still. Next week, it'll be the same. And I'll still be March Mad. Will you be March Mad, Travis? <laughs> what will it be? Will it be sports? Will it be Marvel? Will it be something entirely different? I don't know, but I'm mad and I'm crazy and I'm going crazy over here. <sighs> Until then, mm-hmm. you can follow us on Twitter at dptooncast. You can email us dptooncast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. And please, if you're listening to us right now, you know who you are. <laughs> you one lucky fella. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> please rate and or review us on whichever platform or platforms you choose to listen to podcasts on. It'll help us out. And if it helps us, brother, you know it'll help you. Mm-hmm. And much like these mummies, I mean, we'll wrap up a... Rhapsody over here, over on YouTube. Be sure to check out the parody mashup of 1992's X-Men animated series theme. Mixed up with Sir Mix-A-Lot's Baby Got Back. Just search Days Past Tooncast on YouTube. The video is called X-Men Attack. Uh, double up, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be looking up travel plans for Egypt for 500 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, because this thing has me jonesing for some more Egypt in my life. Gotta get it. So the 200 million, you step back from that, you're good with the... Look, look, let's check on it in 500 years. I'll book... <laughs> look, just... Just yeah. peel, peel back a little Yeah, yeah, just corner. peel back the corner of me like, oh, still crazy in there. Okay. <laughs> pierce, pierce it with a fork. Still dangerous. Yeah. So I'm gonna go talk to my travel agent yeah. about getting into Mummyville. Yeah, get two tickets for that. Cool. All right, well, we're off to Mummyville. You know where that is. Egypt Town, USA. Off we go. And as a send-off, I say tutor my tutor. And tutor mine as well. Did the monster mash. I, I did the monster mash. What can I say? Babe, come on. You knew I did this shit. Babe, check out these raps. You know I do the monster mash. Shiones, kamosiba, egyptiones. Kamosiba? Is that a... Is that a language? Yeah, I like it. Kamosiba. Egyptian Kamosiba. Is that a snake or a goose on your head? Are you happy to see me? (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. I love you, Spider-Man. I love this pyramid. It's so good. Daddy long legs. (laughs) Oh, shit. Emasculation. Holy emasculation, Spider-Man. <laughs> I've got to stop him. I swear, I've got to stop him. Hey, it's me, Spider-Man, and I'm here to stop him. <laughs> here to stop these damn mummies. Hey, Bert Mission. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, my secret ingredient any cake I make is a little glass of lemon. <laughs> I find that oak, oak is the right wood for a good coffee table. <laughs> 
Oh, no, I have become a mummy. I am a mummy now. Hello, Sid Marcus. <laughs> That's as much as I'll get there. Mario Beluso. <laughs> Aradia Kaminsky. John Gibbs. <laughs> Eric Rogers. <laughs> Robert Gillis. <laughs> Raymond E. Lee. Lee Gunther. <laughs> God, just ruining your voice. I love Chris it. Really? Tell your tell your your Nefertiti. Nefertiti. <laughs> Nefertiti bar. It's the setup I think that needs work because the the punchline is uh, unimpregnable. Yeah. I, I you know I think it would need to be is like where did it, ancient Egyptians hold their bachelor parties? Ooh, that's strong. what it is. Strong. The Nefertiti bar. Strong. <laughs> yes, 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 where's yes, the best place to get eggs and legs? Nefertiti bar. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be dry as shit, but they'll be good. If you like dry eggs, like astronaut eggs. And salmonella. That's, <laughs> we, got, we got powdered salmonella here on tap. I know I can be difficult to listen to and to not do sometimes. My kids thought that too. My kids and my ex-wife thought that. All I ever wanted was love. <laughs> There's like a pig stuck in there too. Love. All right, I never wanted with love, and they never gave it to me. I wish I could be good enough for them. I visit their tombstones all the time. I wish they would let me into their garments. <laughs> carfins. They're carfins. I can play that shit. I tried to get married with them. They wouldn't let me. It was a terrible accident. I know I'm hard to understand. I'm trying my best. Don't run from me. Don't run from me. Run I, from I me. offer you love. I love you. I love you. <laughs> That's a sad character. It's a very sad character. Oh, he can turn sad. Yeah, for sure. I feel bad for him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I'm doing him, I feel bad. <laughs> I'm not a monster. <laughs> ah, ah. <coughs> Blah. <laughs>